Oh, man. It is so good to see you, Alan. This must be an exciting time for you. Tell me, does it ever get old? So does what get old? Publishing a new book. Are you okay there, my friend? You look like you've been cooped up in the writer's room for a few too many years. This is exactly how I feel. <laughs> you know, I've waited so long to get my hands on the sequel to Departure. You left us on quite the cliffhanger. We've all been dying to know what it's not a lake, it's an ocean really means. You and me both. Well, our wait is over. Your new book, Initiation, hits the shelves tomorrow. What? That's exactly what every reader will be asking. This book is mind-bending. It's so cerebral. I mean, how would you describe it? A an auto-fictional thought experiment? A, a, a horror story? A postmodern detective story? Wait. This isn't right. I, I haven't written anything. He's so humble. Okay, you got me. Good prank, very funny. But yeah, I sad to say, I, I, I've not written this. I, I'd remember if I'd written a book, right? Or maybe it was written by your evil double. Episode 69 of the Whoa. Video Game Podcast, Whoa. PlayStation Pals. And yes, we have a horny episode for you today, as we have Cloud Strife fighting 2B, so everyone wins. <laughs> <laughs> and I am your host, Nick, and I am joined by the Slippy to my Falco, John. John, did you see the controversy over the weekend? Which one? There's always so many. <laughs> so many to choose from. Did you see the one involving Mortal Kombat 1? Uh, Mortal Kombat 1, which is a $70 game, yeah. is currently charging $10 for an item. A fatality. One fatality? <laughs> One fatality. If you want a Halloween-themed fatality, it'll cost you in-game currency equivalent mm. to $10. Who was this fatality for? It goes with everyone. That makes it almost worse. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess, I guess, quote unquote, more bang for your buck. But like, at what point then? Is, so, what do you do? Like, throw a pumpkin at somebody's head and they like they explode into yeah, smaller yeah, pumpkins? Yeah, you, you you put a pumpkin on their head and you kick them so hard their head flies off into a door and rings like knocks on the door and then yeah, their head is just like in the. And then somebody answers the door and says, "You're a fucking sucker for buying this." Um, yeah, that's got you good, that's, bitch. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's dumb. Um, but you know, I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked at this point. You know, we're we're pretty far along in this thing we call video games, and have you know been buying them for a while. And so, until you fools stop buying this shit, companies are going to keep making them. So. Sure. Uh, I think it's always go. like it's like them feeling out like what the what the user base will tolerate. Yeah. So this will be the 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 worst that it will probably be, and then going forward it'll it'll be a little more bang for your buck. But probably yeah, that's such just a feel sucky sense. Like <laughs> such a sucky way to do it though. And I get it. That's how businesses operate. They 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 test waters to see what the market will tolerate. But everybody out there. Hold fast, all right? <laughs> we don't need this stuff. And, you know, as Nick and I were kind of talking right before the show, there's some uh, Call of Duty 3 d controversy that, you know, we might discuss later in the show if it blows up or something like that. Not this show, maybe, you know, right, for a right. future week, but, you know, where they're basically charging uh, 
where there's no plat what there's no platinum trophy for Call of Duty three and, and it's yeah. effectively just a DLC list. Yeah, it's an add on to Modern yeah. Warfare two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you people, you're gonna go buy it <laughs> and they're gonna do it again. They're testing it. They're seeing what they can get away with. So, uh, Ed Boon, you're still cool in my book, but nah, cut that out. Yeah, just just obviously again with any of these things, vote with your wallet. Just don't buy it. Yep. Don't buy it. If you don't like it, don't spend your money on it. But yeah. gamers, sucks. Gamers are good at good at uh, <laughs> exercising that willpower. For sure. <laughs> All right, so we have a really big show for you today, so we're going to move into how it works, and this is how the show works. John and I both bring up to three things to talk about. It can be a video game we're playing, a news item, a topic that we feel like bringing. It can be an email to PlayStationPalsPod at gmail.com, a Twitter DM at PSPalsPod, or a comment on our YouTube page at PlayStationPals, any of those things, we will bring it. And of course, we have four things for you today, and of course, the first thing is returning spider-man 2 so john let's get an update as to where we're both at and uh let's let's continue to discuss the big game of the month yeah i'm super super excited so uh before we get into the game nick you know i I do want to kind of uh (laughs) you know explain why we're a little bit late this week with the episode and um it's totally Nick's fault. He just doesn't know how to keep a schedule. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, yep. No, over the over the weekend, or actually, it was right before the weekend. Um, I why are you laughing already? Jeez. <laughs> so, uh, audience um, members out there, feel free to laugh as well. This is a serious serious story, but there's funny elements to it. So, uh, I was going to get a follow up on my kidney stone that I had last month, which was you know also a super duper fun time, mm-hmm. and uh, went to the urologist's office. And while I was there, I figured you know I got three kids i don't need any more of those things like <laughs> let's let's discuss you know vasectomy right let's let's talk about that because i know that's something that people need to get done <laughs> and so we're talking about it doing over the doing the things you need to do you know i'll let your guys's imaginations you know paint a pretty picture for you <laughs> yes my pants were around my my ankles maybe my knees it's hard to tell but uh after a little bit of time uh you know figuring everything out uh, felt a little lightheaded, felt a little, um, this is not my comfort zone, I guess. You know, I don't know if it was, uh, doctor was, you know, tickling me in a certain way or what, what was happening. But, uh, next thing I know, I, I feel lightheaded and I fell backwards hard, um, where I, I passed out entirely, um, in this tiny, you know, tiny little doctor's office, woke up on the floor with my doctor basically going, you're in the office, you're in the doctor's office. And I'm like, what? Yeah, what? And then I turned over, threw up, very concussed, Jesus. Um, and basically got my ass ambulance rided to the hospital uh, for the you know, second time in a month. Um, so I'm on a really good hot streak right now. But, um, you know, went through the whole rigmarole of, you know, making sure that I didn't break my neck. Quite literally, I had a neck brace on, making sure that um, my mental capacity was still there. Apparently, I asked my wife uh, what time it was, eight times in three minutes. Um, and the phone calls and, and information she was receiving was basically, hey, John fell and hit his head and neck really hard. He doesn't know where he is. Okay, bye. <laughs> and so she's freaking out. Um, needless to say, you know, we don't need to get into more specifics than that, but uh, I was out for uh, the count for a couple of days. But to bring this full circle, <laughs> this is there's a little bit of silver lining here. Is what this allowed me to do, as I'm sure. I think you this could. was your plan all along. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm having to ratchet up my levels of commitment to be able to play video games. But because <laughs> because this was such a severe thing, and everybody was like, you know, Nick, I'm sure you've gotten sick and injured and things in the past, and you're you're kind of 
not enough to get yourself out of scenarios, right? Where your, mm-hmm. your girlfriend might be like, hey, I need you to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fine. This was one of those where people were mad at me for moving. They're like, <laughs> sit your ass down. I'm not going through this again. So your boy got to play all of Spider-Man. <laughs> it's done. I got I got four little trophies left to uh, you know just kind of clean that all up, but 100% of all the areas, 100% of the story, got all my suits, got all my gadgets, my abilities, um, and had myself a grand old time with this game. Um, you know, I don't know, Nick, if you kind of want to lead this in any specific way or if you want me to just start gushing, but No, no, no. Of- um, yeah, and I'll just sit there. I also completed it since we last recorded it, and I got the Platinum. Uh, a lot of people are platinum in this game, John. I don't know if you saw. It's a Sony first party game. Yeah, if you don't platinum it, you're not doing it right. I haven't checked. Uh, a few days ago, it was at 12% uh, platinum with 38% beating it, which is pretty outstanding for video games. If Especially you ever for the look. first, what, five days? Right. Days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it has only been out for just about two weeks. Uh, but uh, And then I also got an email from PlayStation saying I'm better than 95% of players. So that's that's kind of cool. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm awesome like that. Better, as Dr. <laughs> Evil would say, better. So again, yet John and I are full of spoilerly knowledge. We're not going to discuss any spoilers here, but I think our plan will be to give it a, a bonus episode. And Yeah, I would say that's probably a next week, next week yeah, uh, item. Yeah, so we can just like spend a, you know, a half hour or more just kind of discussing specific plot beats and where we think the series will go from here. Yep. But all right, back to what you were talking about, John. What, where do you want to start? Well, uh, it's it is it's hard it's it's hard because first I very rarely play games like this, so I basically saw the entire thing in the last three days. So <laughs> trying to pick and choose, you know, different things is going to be hard, especially if we're trying to avoid spoilers. But you know, I'll just start with some high level thoughts. I think that you know this continues Sony's dominance in the industry and what they do best, which is single player narrative driven games. And this is probably the greatest example of a marriage between narrative and gameplay. Uh, to date that I can really ex- ex- really you know think of and that's not to say that it does both of those things better than anything else out there um, you know I think last of us's narrative is probably a little bit stronger I think the total package of God of War narrative and gameplay is probably a little bit stronger but I'll tell you what the gameplay is probably unmatched in in at least Sony first party if not honestly Nick all of video games you know if you're looking for that specific thing if you're looking for a a uh, fast-paced character, action game there is nothing more fun at least on a traversal standpoint than just swinging around new york city as spider-man and you combine that with the abilities that he has the charm that he has he's just a funny you know happy-go-lucky kind of kid and with the emotional resonance that this story goes to uh with both you know coming of age stories with miles as you would come to expect Peter battling with some of his later, you know, more seasoned Spider-Man demons, things in the past that he needs to figure out. It's just an amazing package top to bottom. And, um, you know, just just high level before I just start talking for the next five minutes. It's probably my game <laughs> of the year as of right now. Uh, it's it's that quite that that quite. Yeah, that makes no sense. Sorry, my brain might be a little you know foggy <laughs> still, but it, it's that good. Yeah. And none of this is surprising. I don't think any of us going into this game again, it's a sequel to a game that we loved very much uh, by a studio that's very well respected that is you know we talked about bugs last week that's kind of been the side talk to this so the game is not perfect by any means but it will be but the the bones there are are the bones there are perfect like everything we mentioned last week the traversal the combat like again it's an extension of that Arkham Knight this is the new 
Arkham Knight trilogy, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing they do wrong here from any perspective. No, it's, um, yeah, I mean, you know, polish is a word that I think of when I think of this game. Um, just, just, it's what Sony does, man. And it's just another example of why <laughs> I have, you know, hitched my horse to the Sony wagon because I, I have complete confidence they don't miss with rare exception. And, and even, you know, you can kind of separate, you know, Insomniac, Naughty Dog, so those don't miss. You might get a Pixel Opus RIP, you know, miss or something like that. But it just, it just you know, solidified that even further that they are the best of the business of what they do. Uh, it additionally kind of made me realize that, you know, a lot of people give Sony some flack um, for having their first-party output be a lot of the same type of titles, which I do agree with on paper, right? You know, God of War is a third-person action-adventure game. Last of Us is a third-person action-adventure game. Infamous is a third-person action-adventure game. Spider-Man, all of it is. But I don't know if you agree, Nick. The feelings and just experiences that I have playing those games are all so vastly different still. Like, that's, that's something that I kind of really took away playing Spider-Man is that, like, man... I, I feel like a kid, again, playing games. I am just trying to mm-hmm. just go through this world. Everything is fun. Everything is engaging. Everything is something I want to do to the point where I there was not a moment from the very first fight with Sandman until I, I rolled credits that I was, like, kind of in that zone of, like, I don't really feel like it right now. Like, you know, even something like spider Cyberpunk, spider, Spider-Punk, <laughs> Cyberpunk, <laughs> which I'm very much enjoying, and I'm going to go bounce back to that afterwards. It's like there are certain days where I'm just like, I don't really feel like it right, right. now. And this sure. and Spider-Man is just, you know, it's it's a game. And I talked to my friend Brian, who lives out in Colorado, and we play Rocket League together. And he's he has a really hard time finding anything else to play. He just doesn't really like video games. He likes right. Rocket League enough to literally buy a PlayStation, but. Right. I can never, like, I recommended him Last of Us and Hades and all this other stuff, and I'm like, dude, Spider-Man is the game. Like, that's the game that if you just want to have fun and and enjoy story, it's very friendly to play. It's very, you know, I, I love it for my son for the reason that you can bump it on the easiest difficulty and you can't even die, so it alleviates that for him. It's just, it's it's really, 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 really awesome. And um, what I will say, uh, just to kind of, talk about the other side a little bit is you mentioned the bugs i was kind of taken aback by the amount of bugs i experienced in this game and i know i said earlier that this game is polished right it's polished (laughs) in a different way it's go and and as nick said it will get these bugs fixed but i would say there was probably five or six times i had to just exit out and just reload Mm -hmm. um which wasn't that big of a deal because the quick save functionality is so good and the fast loading is so good that it wasn't that hard or that big of an issue but like there's also a mission where the the villain of the mission was like not just a hundred percent white but like illuminated (laughs) like he looked like the moon does on a new moon night like in this dark in this dark warehouse i'm like what is happening and then it would bounce back and then it'd come back and just like these weird things here and there a couple times i just you know webbed into a staircase and i couldn't get out because you know, again, it's a technical marvel. Like the the movement that you have in this game, it, of course, there's going to be cracks in the here and there, but um, some decent amount of technical hitches. So kind of be aware of that. Um, and yeah, I mean, other than that, like I, any complaints are going to be very nitpicky. Like, right. oh, the city's almost too big, and you move too fast, so it seems not so dense at times. But it's right. like that's fine. I'd rather have I would rather have the the feeling of speed and movement as opposed to 
density, like, you know, where you're walking around. Because Spider-Man sucks when he's inside. Like, get right, outside. Right. I want you to be outside. <laughs> um, anyway, I'll let you have some, some thoughts, right. Nick. Uh, just following up on your point about all the PlayStation games being the same, like, that's just so reductive. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, they're just third-person games with great, amazing stories. It's like, yeah, that's... <laughs> most video games are third-person games. Like, you know, it's so it's so dumb. They're all doing something different. And Spider-Man is doing its own thing. Well, and, and one thing, sorry not to cut you off, that I, I feel like people need to think about when you, when, you, when you have those kind of thoughts is that, again, Sony is the best in the business. Do you want the best in the business to make smaller, weird, like, almost indie-type games? It's like, maybe, yeah, those could be cool, but you got to remember, all of this shit's an opportunity cost. If you put any of these teams on something that's not this high-quality uh, you know, thing that, by the way, Sony has built itself around having the resources and things available for these type of experiences and games. You're kind of not utilizing your your resources effectively, I think. So, right. sorry, that's all I want to say. <laughs> yeah, and so I lost my train of thought now. Um, Whoops. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like it's the Spider-Man Two is like is 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 not God of War. It's not Last of Us Two. It's it's its own thing. Yes, it's built on an existing pop culture property, Spider-Man, and a lot of the the gameplay elements are going to be stolen right from what the character can do. But it is it is different, and, and you see that in the sales. Not if they were all the same game, they'd all sell the amount, same amount. They don't. Right. You know, Spider-Man Two is selling a fuck ton, mm. selling faster than any other franchise right now. Fastest selling Sony first party release ever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Two point five million in like the first day, so. Um, yeah. So, and again, this game. But, but as Phil Spencer says, it's not just great games. No, you can't, you can't just make great no, games. Yeah. At the same time, they put out their uh, their numbers for the quarter, and guess what? Starfield really helped with all that. Hey. So, yeah, good games bring bring people and subscribers and all that. And again, yeah, that's what Sony's been doing so well. That's why they're in the place that they are, is because you know since the PlayStation Five launch, they've had a steady stream of first party exclusives and second party. And third party all year for the last three years because we're mm. yeah we're coming up on the third anniversary of PlayStation and yeah this is just yeah going back to the game just it's incredible it's a five yeah. out of five it's it's a five yep <laughs> it's a five and um yeah and I mean just just you really could tell that this is a team that that just kept pushing the needle forward like on surface I I do kind of understand when people go. That's that's Spider-Man Two. It looks like the first one, but it like if you put those things side by side, <laughs> it, it really doesn't. And then when you start to play it, and you know you you go you get across right like the first Spider-Man with the infamous Mary Jane missions, right, where you're like literally just walking through an, an apartment for 25 minutes. You're like, oh my god, can we end this? <laughs> and like there is Mary Jane stuff in this game, but they did it in a way that's it makes it a lot more engaging. It's a lot more fun. You're not. You know, I will admit, I was like, nah, I want to be Spider-Man still, but this is fine. And they, you know, MJ's capable this time. She's like, capable. She's not just a, a instant game over screen once yep. you get caught. You yep. know. Yep. And then you know, and, and stuff like the puzzles, right? I thought the puzzles in the in the um, first go around were fine, but uh, they weren't engaging. They kind of got to the point, especially towards the end of the game, where you're like, I don't care. Like, I don't care what the solution <laughs> is. Just, just let me go. And you, you, you had to do it. 
and they were kind of, you know, they're a little more time-consuming. And these ones, you A, first off, you, you could just skip it if you want, and it doesn't penalize you at all, which is great. Right. Like, again, my son, he's like, I don't want to do this puzzle. It's fine. <laughs> Two, they're easy. Like, they're, they're mm-hmm. in this one, it's, dude, especially the ones where you're getting rid of the little particles on the molecules. Like, yeah. okay, I'll just, I'll hit undo if I fuck up, I guess. Um, but, you know, they really just, they really, you could tell they wanted the player to have the most amount of fun, have the most amount of moments where they go, oh, and and they 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 killed it. They killed it, and it makes me uh, yeah. You just got to be fucking jonesing for Wolverine. <laughs> like, you're gonna you're gonna be on suicide watch when that game is like getting through its uh, preview cycle. But um, very excited to see what they're gonna cook up with that. We did get confirmation that it's in the same universe, um, but still has a supposedly a more mature th- tone to it because that is one thing I'm hoping is that they don't handcuff themselves like a lot of superhero things typically do to cash in on the younger demographic like i mm-hmm. I, it's wolverine i need blood like i'm yeah. not like a psycho here i don't think <laughs> like I'm, i don't own any guns i'm not that guy but like i gotta be able to cut off a guy's arm sure and then going back to spider-man 2 i think it, that story was more mature yeah. it was yeah. it is more violent than you're expecting and um so I think I think everything looks good as far as Wolverine clawing up people. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, call some people some. I'm gonna call them bub. You think there's a bub button? I hope there's a bub button. <laughs> <laughs> bub, 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 <laughs> you just call bub, everybody bub. 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 Uh, Plus, it's yeah, the it's, bub button. Yeah, and then yeah, we'll probably get again. We'll do a spoiler cast. We'll get into kind of where we think the series will go from here because it is definitely not over. Um, so. I will admit I'm pissed I bought the deluxe edition. My son hasn't touched those t- those, those, <laughs> those costumes. He hasn't looked at them. He's just, you know, maybe he will once he uh, unlocks everything. But he's just, right. he's just still. Oh, there's so. just so many suits in the Dude, base there's game. There's so many. There's so I many. Like, you know, and, and and sure, you could say it's a not a it's not a cop out that a lot of them are just variants, but like they look different. Like right. they straight up look different. And when you when you're looking through the 62 different variations of suits, anyway, a lot of them almost seem like color palette changes, anyway. Right. So right. you know, you go in there, you find the ones you like. Like normally, I don't care. I don't care what suit I'm rocking. But this one, I was like, there's so many choices that I'm right. like, <laughs> I yeah, I'm going with the. Uh, which, which one do you remember which ones you used a lot? Like, I'm sure you switched around here and there. Yeah, I remember one of the first ones for Sorry, Miles. This, this might be a little spoilery, so if you are sensitive to it. Well, the first one for Miles was from the first game, or from Miles Morales was the Prowler one. Mm-hmm. But now, again, with those color variants, you can change it to Miles' colors. Yeah. And I was like, that is just, like, perfect. So That's good. what he would look like, right? Like, yep. he'd, he's honoring Uncle Aaron and, his, you know, the story beats with him. and But putting his spin on it, it's not the purple and... Yeah. Uh, green and uh, silver that the normal suit is so that that, I, that was the very first suit i remember all right rocking. i gotta ask you one question while i'm thinking about it you know it's the very it's the very last mile suit you get so i won't mm-hmm. i won't say more his hat or mask is stupid <laughs> <laughs> his hair going through his mask is really dumb i, ha- I hated that suit i'm sorry it's it's hit or miss uh, yeah a lot of people <laughs> like, come on a lot of people are hit or miss on the the, the story the mile suit the one sure. that he's and you know we won't go into more details, but yeah, when you play through the story, he'll he'll create his own suit again, yeah. and you'll get it. And yeah, mixed reactions. Yeah, I like I, the suit, just not the mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, his mask has his hair exposed, so it's a little it's a little different. But yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he has any other suits like that one though. With like the top part. Yeah, like the top got, his he hair exposed. Um, <laughs> no, I, that that one's a thing. And you get some weird some weird ones that will keep spoiler free. But. <laughs> 
But yeah. uh, no, and then yeah, the one of my favorite ones I think is almost from I think it was from Spider Man One too. It is for Peter is the just the the metallic looking gold, yeah. red, yep. and black. That that suit always just I like that, that. Yeah, I not when I wasn't when when I got to Symbiote Spider Man, I was obviously all black Spider Man going forward from there. But mm-hmm. up until that point, I was rocking that one. Okay. And again. Yeah, well, just remember, folks, this was not one of my most anticipated games. And, uh, <laughs> you know. But it might show up on your uh, it might show Game up on of the Year game. nominees. Yeah, and, and I will still defend. <laughs> that was more just to have, uh, you know, I think it lost, it's just more variance. And I also think Levi was just playing it nonstop. I'm like, Dude, I, don't, I can't think about Spider-Man right now. But five out of five, go play it. Play, yeah. obviously. You got the remastered in the Miles Morales edition available on Extra. Check those out if you haven't. Um, Boy, the, that'd be a lot of Spider-Man if you were doing all three. It, yeah, <laughs> I mean, Colin uh, Moriarty from Sacred Symbols, he uh, he always makes it a mission to, like, win a... Like he, he's kind of annoying in this way because we'd be like, oh, I feel like a poser if I haven't played every single thing leading up to something, right? So, like, he won't play... Let's say he never played Dragon Quest. He's like, I'm not going to play Dragon Quest Twelve until I've played 1 through 11. It's like, you're crazy. Yeah. But he uh, he's like, I want to go replay through... Um, Spider-Man PS4, Miles Morales, City That Never Sleeps, which is the Spider-Man DLC, and then into Spider-Man 2. And he's like, oh, I'm so I'm so excited to do that. I'm going to be so ready for Spider-Man 2. And it's like, dude, I guess. Right. But <laughs> even by the end of my playthrough, I was like, okay, I'm yeah. ready for something new. So Yeah. But, you know, to each their own. So. Yeah. <laughs> to each their own. They're not meant to be digested that fast. No. You know, it took five years to get to this point. No, but when it's your job, I, you know, it's... It's a sure. world. It's a world that we hope to get into one day. Next. Yeah. Right. We'll yeah. See. I just have to play video games all day. Sign me up. <laughs> well, that's what we've been doing. So as you're right. about to talk about. Yeah. So moving on. Um, that's what I'm excited to hear about. <laughs> it didn't take me long uh, because this game was reviewing so well, and that game is Alan Wake Two uh, from Remedy Entertainment. It was well. It was sitting at a ninety. It's been. It's been. Between 89 and 90, it's at an 89 again currently, but it was at an 89. Between sweet and 80. Oh, wait. No, and right. then it bumped up to a 90 by a Monday, and then now it's back to an 89 again on a Open Critic. But again, this is the sequel to the original Alan Wake, which came out all the way back in 2010. Sorry, so, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't mean to cut you off. I just, the, the new Star Ocean game is an 85. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. It's a lot of good games out. Yeah. I just feel bad for a, a game like Star Ocean to, like, have to like yeah, somehow find an audience when there's so many games to play, you know. Yeah. So sorry, back to Alan Wake. Sorry, yeah. folks, for the <laughs> limited interruption. But uh, yeah, so this game kind of this game also takes place after the events of the last game, where Alan Wake and others have been missing for 13 years. So it's been basically, uh, you know, the same amount of time since Alan Wake has been around. Um, and this game, <laughs> it has quite the interesting opening. Uh, you start out playing a fully nude man. Sweet. Uh, you're yes. wandering around the woods. Yes. Uh, you're confused. You don't know what's going on. And then you get... It sounds like me over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, pants around your ankles, you know. You're just like... <laughs> and uh, you get brutally murdered. Oh. That's that's where that ends. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, and a, an occult-like ritualistic killing. And so from there, the game picks up as one of our protagonists, Basaga Anderson, which we've talked about before on this podcast, uh, who's with an an FBI agent with her partner, Sam Casey. They're investigating a string of murders in Bright Falls, the same location that the first game took place in, which is a small town in Washington State. 
And then later on in the game, you play as the Alan Wake, who is stuck in what they refer to as the dark place. Um, this like other world where he's trying to write his way out because things that he writes in that world become true. So he's actively trying to write a narrative and where he escapes it. So that's kind of the, the premise for the game. <laughs> the game is stylistically amazing. Yeah. It is. I keep seeing, is this the best graphics ever? And I look at the screenshots and I go, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah I think so. <laughs> yeah, Maybe Horizon Forbidden West. But. A lot of games are feeling next gen right now. Spider-Man 2, Alan Wake 2, uh, A Plague Tale, uh, Requiem last year. It's just like, you just have to stop and you just absorb it all in. Like, like again, you're in like the woods and the light is filtering through the trees and uh, you're, you know, it's dusk and it's just like the, a beautiful array of colors and all that. And this game is told in like a episodic nature. So it's kind of like each, each chapter kind of ends on like a cliffhanger and then you kind of get like a, a in-between song, which I'm going to tease for our end song today. And then you're back into the next chapter and the same thing. It leads to a kind of a natural cliffhanger. And then eventually you do get to, to a point where you can choose which way you want to go first. So if you want to continue Alan Wake's story, you can. So you continue his chapters or you continue sagas and you can jump between those. So you can be like halfway through sagas and be like, ah, I want to go see what Alan Wake's doing. And you can go right back to where he is and then go from there. So, okay. um, And so... And like Control, this has a bunch of FMV stuff in it. There's a bunch of live action Alan Wake. Remedy trademark. Yeah, a lot of funny uh, TV commercials. Um, yeah, there's the as long there's the video game Alan Wake, and then there's a lot of scenes with a live action Alan Wake and a live action uh, Sam Casey, who is played by Sam Lake, who's the creative director of this game. They look exactly the same. He oh, looks like Max, Max Payne. Payne. He, yeah. he is Max Payne. Yeah, he is he Max doesn't Payne, just that so. they modeled him after him. Um, and as far as like the previous games, Alan Wake, Control, there are a lot of nods to, the, to all those things. Even uh, Quantum Break, Sean Ashmore, hmm. uh, the actor who was famously Iceman in the original X-Men movies, who was uh, in Quantum Break, another Remedy game that was exclusive to Xbox. He's in this game as the sheriff. Um this game is very enhanced by playing Control. Just as far as I've been, there's been a lot of hints and nods to the federal why do I, <laughs> bureau. The federal bureau. <laughs> bureau, of control. bureau. Bureau of Control. I, I don't know why. That's, my brain cannot wrap around that word. Bureau, bureau Sorry, of Control. I can control. never say rural. rural. <laughs> yeah, rural is another rural. one. <laughs> that's a dumb word. But, uh, yeah, so so if you haven't played those games, you you're fine to play this game, but... Uh, again, it is enhanced if you know what is going on from those games. And what's up? Enhance. <laughs> yeah, enhance. <laughs> um, the gameplay itself, it is played like a Resident Evil 4, another third-person action game. Gosh, it's all there are out there is these uh. third-person action games. Um, and so it's a third-person shooter. Uh, the enemies are stunned by light. That was a mechanic in Alan Wake, so you can shine your flashlight on enemies and some enemies you can't shoot at all until you do this and some it makes them weak by doing so and exposes weak spots um the gameplay for this has been kind of okay no shooting shooting no. doesn't feel the, shooting does not feel the best okay. and when they get on top of you it is just a confusing nightmare uh the first boss i had to fight 
um, I was just like, he would just be on top of me all the time. And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like there's a lot, everything's like kind of like, kind of like, um, the dark souls games, like you, you, the reload, like if you get interrupted reloading, it's done. You're like, you have to get out of there and reload again. It's kind of like that, like particular about making sure you follow through with your swings and your reloading. So when enemies are on top of you and they can knock you on the ground and then they have this mechanic where you're rolling around the ground trying to avoid their attacks, it can be a bit much and it just, it never feels the greatest. Like I don't, I don't come out of like most combat encounters unless I have like a lot of the later weapons and I have a lot of ammo in them. Like, this is going to go well. Yeah. (laughs) And on top of that, there are also wolves in this and, uh, Fast-moving enemies, when the game doesn't play very well, is also... Are they, like, evil wolves? Yeah, they're evil Ooh, wolves, and they scare wolves. the shit out of me because they, they run into the, the foreground. And, again, this is a game about light. Everything's yeah. always dark. Yeah. So if you're not shining your flashlight in an area, you cannot see it. So you're shining your flashlight, and to the left of your flashlight, you'll just see eyes looking at you, <laughs> and then they dart out and run at you. It freaks the shit out of me every time. Good. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this game is very scary overall. Um a lot of quick images on the screen of like live action people like screaming and stuff like that, like just out of nowhere. And it just, I've jumped so many. It's times just trying to do everything it can to unsettle you. I mean, based <laughs> based on what you said about the very opening scene, like mm-hmm. there's very few things that's unsettling to me as ritualistic sacrifice. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, part for the course. And then and then enemies are very meaty at this point. I don't know if like I've upgraded my <laughs> weapons, but they take a lot of bullets to go down. Like like it's like eight to ten. Uh, handgun ammo, you know, two shotgun blasts. Oh, I feel point. so bad in games like these. You're like, no, <laughs> I, I could have done that better. Yeah, and they don't, they don't, the most I've ever fought at once is like three, so they're not, at this point, they're not overwhelming you with any of that stuff, so. I think it was right fine. before the game came out, they they showed a video of some gameplay, it was like nine minutes of footage where Saga was fighting some like upside down, like mirrored demon looking thing i swear she shot her in the face with a shotgun six times <laughs> like jesus yeah. christ go like it just <laughs> not even covered in blood just like red right <laughs> it's just a red thing yeah you do that to a lot of guys because those when you hit those weak points on them they they explode and like they're just all their skin just goes ah. it just goes everywhere it, far, it farts so yeah they're just, they're just and then they're just giant red meat that's why I, the meat is just the meat, yeah, meat, meaty stuff. Because you're so. seeing the yeah the insides of these people, mm. so it is very. It can be very grotesque. It can be very frightening in that moment. Um, but one of the cool things is in the dark place, the Alan Wake side, is you're able to manipulate the environment. So there will be like lampposts with light on them, and you can absorb the light into a wand. And that when the light exits that area, yeah, it becomes an entirely different area. And then you right. can walk up to like a staircase that's all beat up and taken down. You put the light there, and it's perfect again. And you that's can cool. walk up. Okay. Like, and it's, it's like, like a, it's like a, a instantaneous regenerative <laughs> thing. Yeah, and it's all instant. And as I mentioned in the plot, Alan Wake is trying to write his way out. There are areas in the game where you're like, the story is not working here. Let me change it. And he bloop, and the whole area just changes completely. And it's an entirely different area. It opens up new things, and there's like different scenes you can play out in that in that section and it changes everything like and like on a fly like it's not even like load screens or you're watching an animation take place it's like boom it's something new is it so is it kind of like in uh control when like the um the ashtray in the ashtray maze where like the walls would kind of just keep shifting or is it's just an it's it's just just instant it just changes yeah Sorry, that just got me to think about the fast travel in Spider-Man which I mentioned mentioned how awesome that is yeah it's very similar yeah that's why these games feel so next gen 
And then also the uh, the mine palace. So there is no like there's an uh, there's an inventory menu, but if you want to go into like where you are with the cases or collectibles or you want to upgrade your weapons, it's in its own room in your head. You hit right on the touchpad and boom, you're right in there. Cool. Hit it again, boom, you're back out. You can keep hitting it and your character is just going in and out, in and out, in and out of these two environments like instantaneously. Sweet. So it's cool to go into your mind palace and then you look through like your little cork boards and you like kind of figure out this, where to push the story forward and then boom, right back in the game. And there's no loading. It just happens instantaneously. Sweet. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Like, And I know, John, you have a lot of games to play, but you're going to have to add this one to your list. Well, friend of the show, Will, <laughs> texted me as well. I'm going to read his, his text <laughs> verbatim because I it's like, oh, okay, well, I, guess, I guess I'm doing that now. I feel like I'm playing my favorite game of a generation with Alan Wake 2. So, <laughs> all right. He sent that to me, and then between your review of it, I mean, the fact that it's only $50 brand new because there's not physical editions. Which is, is it 60 I thought it was 50 it's No, 60. it's 50 on PC. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's 60 Well, never mind. I was going to – yeah. It's stupid. It should be on physical. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, I, it's – um, it – I wasn't going to, honestly, dude. I was, I was, I was writing this one off as like it's probably great, but I just won't. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case anymore. So no, I'll get no. there eventually. No, you should definitely do that. Should, obviously, I haven't finished it. I'm about, I think, maybe halfway through the game at this point. But uh, yeah, you you got it. It's 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 something not like anything else you mm-hmm. have played. And that's why I, I, I look for those kind of experiences more than anything now. Um, crap, what was I saying? <laughs> I just went away. <laughs> Stroke. And you like horror games. Yeah. You like you like everything about this. You loved Resident Evil 4 this year. Like it, this this is, you know, I know obviously you know, Resident Evil 4 reviewed higher, but I at at this point obviously right. if it doesn't stick to landing. I think this is a better game than that by yeah. by a long shot. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which is maybe not the most fairest comparison to a 2003 GameCube game being brought up to oh, modern stuff. standards, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, I'm I'm. I, I'm watching the Alan Wake one narrative playthrough <laughs> right now, so that you know if if the moment strikes that I can do it, and you know I I won't feel bad because you know I played Control and I'm sure I could read a synopsis, but um, from everything I've read too, it's just like there's a lot of a lot of little things that tie to the original ones. You know, you're set in the same place, like you're gonna miss shit unless right. if you, you you're familiar with it. So it's good to know, man. I mean, just the the you know we're seeing articles now pop up that say oh it's confirmed this is the best reviewed gaming year ever and so yep. i mean it's just you know i was just talking about fucking star ocean's got an 85 it's like what's happening like <laughs> i want to play all you games but i i we can't nobody can well what happened is covid happened yeah, okay. everyone doubled down on game development because you know it was what we were what everyone could do and during a pandemic and yeah you know and and that also had an impact on game development where all these games weren't coming out when they were supposed to and now that everyone's back to full pace full speed and kind of worked out their hybrid work environments it's like oh let's release it let's out 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 isn't it i don't know if it's sad or upsetting or what the word is but isn't it weird that this year has really shown that like every single like single player narrative first like per, like every game that comes out that is like a single player thing is a banger and never nothing seems to be going everything seems to be going right for all these games and then you look on the other side where the money is and what's getting chased and that seems to be on a decline where it's just like none of these games are working <laughs> we don't know but there's still all this money here so we got to keep ch- it's just so upsetting right that yeah. like i feel like we have this scale and 
And on one side of the scale, you got the games as a service, money, whatever you want to call it. And the other side is the single party, or the, the first player stuff. And the scales are so tipped into the favor of the single player stuff. But like, not what the corporations say, <laughs> not what they think. You know, the, the consumer base and the money base are just so different. Yep, well, you, we talked sucks. about it a few weeks ago, you know. Well, the, the it's going to make so much money if it's a live service game. So it's. But also, does it really suck? Because I just got done finishing saying I don't have enough time to play the games. <laughs> so, you know, first world problems. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, but you got to put this on your list. It is. It, it is something special. Like again, I, the section I, the last time I played it, I I had to call Courtney up. I was like, you have to be watching what I'm doing right now, and mm-hmm. my. Courtney doesn't play games very much, but you know she understands things, and she's just like, "What is going on?" And I'm like, "I don't know, but it's wonderful." Yep. I, uh, <laughs> the the other day when I asked you about it, I saw an article that said uh, Alan Wake just released the best 15 minutes in gaming in in years or something. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> you know, especially knowing what I know about Control and how much everybody loved the Ashtray Maze. I'm like, "Well, Remedy's just got a, a penchant for having these really really awesome fleshed out ideas and putting them into a, a game for a really cool segment." So, yeah, excited. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a special studio to be just so... They seem to be on just such a like a synergy with between like narrative, like art design, and the gameplay that like it's amazing that they're able to like this cohesive vision, just game after game after game keeps coming out from them. Well, they're, um, and they're efficient too, man. I mean, famously, Control only cost $20 million to make, dude. You, you got to be, you know, in the age of mergers and acquisitions that we live in right now, you got to be like... Want, everybody's got to be wanting them. Like they got to. Besides FromSoft, maybe they got to be one of like the teams that are being courted by everybody. Because if you can get, oh, I know it'll be you, a sad day. Yeah, I, I hope nobody. <laughs> I hope nobody buys them. You know, and if it does, let them maintain their automaty. Automaty. <laughs> I am having a day. Um, you know, but they just seem like yeah, they seem like a really solid team with a really solid culture with a really solid studio head that's at the top of their game. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, so stay tuned. I'll have more on it. But yeah, those are my initial impressions of the game so far. So word. All right. So moving on, as I as I we just talked about, I was right to wait to talk about what our six game of the year nominees we think will be at the Game Awards. And again, this is not what we want to be at the Game Awards. This is what we think that all the outlets, the Game Stops, the Giant Bombs, the IGNs, what they will send to Jeff Keighley to be the six Game of the Year nominees. And again, with the Game Awards coming December 7th, you know, these are going to be announced very soon. So yeah. So this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to kind of go through the games. And if, if, if one of these is one of your games, you can say so. Mm-hmm. And But if we're going to talk about every game that has a potential to be in the Game of the Year nominees. Okay, cool, because I wrote down my list, and then I wrote down others that are potential, so I'm wondering... How many how many total games do you have listed? I have quite a few. Okay. That have that have a chance. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, All I right. don't have that many, but so yeah. the first thing I want to go through is what is what we've discussed previously on the show is what we think is a lock, the okay. guarantee. Do yep. is there any chance that one of these games is not one of the, the six? And I have four of them, and that's Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, Spider Man Two, and Baldur's Gate Three. Those are locks, my friend. Okay. Yep. All right. We're in agreement that yep. th- those four titles alone will be in there. You know, obviously, kudos to Nintendo for, you know, 
having uh, two games. <laughs> well, every year a Mario and a Zelda game come out in the same year. They both get on for game of the year. Yeah. Yeah, go figure. All right. And then, okay, so now the next direction I want to go into is indies. Okay. Is there, there is a indie game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year it was Stray. Uh, and, and previous titles have been like, you know, Hades, a lot of, Rocket League, a lot of our favorite games of all time have been those. Mm, Undertale, Inside, Limbo, that kind of yep, stuff. Yep, yep. But is there a chance, because Stray last year was also nominated for Game of the Year, mm-hmm. any of these indie games can can do it. Dave the Diver, Sea of Stars, The Talos Principles 2, which has does not have a review yet, mm-hmm. uh, Cocoon or Humanity, and any other indie games you can think of, do they even ha- have stand a chance in this jam-packed year? Dude, any other year... They would have probably had almost maybe two of them on there, but um, <laughs> CS out of out of that list, Sea of Stars is the runaway favorite to be on the list. Um, you know, sitting at an eighty nine with with a very nostalgic feeling of it. You know, a lot of positivity about that game, um, but I don't think any of them make it this year, unfortunately. Like, no, I, yeah. no, they'll all get their game of the year noms, but or any game of the year. Yep. But they will not get a game of the year noms, yeah. unfortunately. Yep. Not going to happen. All right. Next, we're going to go to Club 90s. So these are the other games in the 90s that we did not determine that are locks. There's only two, and they're both from Capcom. Yep. It's Street Fighter Six yep. and Resident Evil 4. Yep. Do any of these games have a chance to be one of the six? I think RE4 is the first out. I think that's the first game that would get cut from. It'd be, in other words, it'd be number seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but no, I don't think either of those two get on. Like again, if if this if this was a different year, we might be having a different conversation. But I think of uh, Forza Horizon Five. Yep. yep. That so was a you know that was a ninety two or ninety one. I think it was one of the best reviewed games yeah. of the year, if not the best reviewed game. Yep. And, but did not get a a nomination for game of the year because it's simply just too niche and yep. and racing and fighting and maybe like puzzles or like three <laughs> like there's there's and you know the, that type of genre that you can have amazing incredible games in that but unless if you're like a portal or or i can't i fighting i don't know if fighting and racing can do it because the like street fighter 6 and forza horizon 5 are probably the best examples of those respective genres in the past 10 years and and i don't think those will do it so no Okay. All right. And then that that leads us to the 80s and uh Club 80s is jam-packed full yeah, of dude. games. Yeah. This includes uh Alan Wake 2, Final Fantasy 16, Starfield, Hogwarts Legacy, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Pikmin 4, Diablo 4, Mortal Kombat 1, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Jesus. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Woo! Yeah, that's that's a, that's a year. <laughs> and probably other ones that I may have forgot, but that seems to be all the big ones. Okay. Um, well, yeah. yeah you you did name you did name the two other games that I have uh, selected. Okay. Um, have you named every game that you you yes. think as well? Okay. Yes, my two are in. There. Well. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, how do, do you? Uh, let's 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 ask about Starfield. Let's go there first. Okay. Is Starfield one of them? So Xbox will be goose egged. Oh, I guess I guess Hi-Fi Rush is Hi-Fi Rush the other no. one. No, yeah, I don't think Hi-Fi Rush has a chance. Just, no, it's too small. Yep, too small. Came too out, early in the year. Yep, yep, all those things. But uh, Starfield, the big release, the big Bethesda game, the big Bethesda yep. RPG. 
Uh, 85 on open critic. You know, you just don't think it's it's going to make it. I think the only chances this would have is if Todd Howard greased some palms, <laughs> um, you know, or if or if like literally there's just behind the scenes like conversation of like, no, we really want to have a representation from the big platform holders if we can. In the past couple of years, there hasn't even been anything close from Microsoft. And maybe this is being a year of like, OK, it's at least a game of provenance and and whatever we can squeeze it in. But I just think there's simply too many too many people that had problems with it. You know, I would see reviews and sentiments about that game that are saying, this is one of my top favorite, my favorite games of all time, top three favorite Bethesda games. Mm -hmm. But in the same breath, you know, IGN giving it a seven, GameSpot giving it a seven. Like, these big outlets with big players who, hey, they have the votes for this stuff. You know, they're mm -hmm. the ones that are kind of saying, like, eh, I don't dislike it, but it's got some problems. And I think that's where this game will kind of inevitably sit in the history of time is just like yeah it was a, it was a good one but it didn't hold true to the things that people really really valued about bethesda games and i think it's going to suffer a little bit for that yeah it's interesting it's one of the more polarizing titles as you mentioned and and you mentioned resident evil 4 being the seven i think this is the seven yeah, i think i think i think a lot of people I, I think it was polarizing enough to where you either really really liked it or you bounced off of it and again is when people are submitting these votes i don't know if, you know, somehow, you know, a lot of the outlets that aren't IGN and GameSpot might put it on there. Yeah. But, uh, There's also, yeah. you know, an inherent, just inherent fanboyism that, that does, I don't know if it is rampant in the, in the, the space, <laughs> you know, to that level where they'll be like, well, I like Xbox, so I'm going to give them a vote. But, you know, being, again, being that, I don't think, X, besides Psychonauts 2, which at the time wasn't even a first party game. No. I don't think Microsoft's had a Game of the Year nomination in over 10 years. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, they, uh, you know, I'm just saying there's a possibility that that in and of itself could could see it get a nomination, but we'll see. Yeah. But I don't but I don't think so. No. Yeah, I but I wouldn't be surprised if it did make it for those for those same reasons. It's just yeah. it it could be there, but uh yeah, I do not have it as mine and I think that's the and uh, the only other one I can really think of is Diablo 4 is a weird one that, you know, it was a big release. It did release in a big release month alongside Final Fantasy 16 and Street Fighter 6. Yep. Kind of, you know, Baldur's Gate 3 kind of just killed all of its momentum, you yeah. know. It took all the air, air out of the room as far as talking about games of its ilk. Um, is, is Diablo 4 your game? <laughs> nope. Oh, no, I think okay. Diablo 4, again, is, you know, it's a another really good game that came out and just kind of, you know, um, got devoured by everything else around it. I don't think Blizzard had a pretty good plan for end of light or um, end game content for it. You know, a lot of people that, you know, devoured, like Diablo is a game that you don't just play, you devour it. You right. fucking <laughs> go into it and you But just, unlike Spider-Man 2, it doesn't end. <laughs> right, it doesn't end, but... You know, and like these are these are games as a service, so they inevitably get worked on over time and get to a good place. But I'm wondering if Diablo 4 is we're going to see a different type of life cycle compared to Diablo 3, which started off really poorly and, and found its way into success. But this one started out successful, but, you know, it seems like people just, uh, you know, kind of found something else to occupy their time with. And, and you know, it'll be hard to recapture those people. So, but yeah. I, I, you know, what well, I think I got an 88 this year. Really good really good game but nope again i don't i don't think so so okay. we, it sounds like we have the same six <laughs> all right all right okay i uh, one for sure i know will be the one one of them and that is we both have final fantasy 16 on there yeah yeah yep. okay 
Yep. Yeah. Final Fantasy 16, I think, you know, although it's not as highly reviewed as some other games this year, um, I think it's uh, checks a lot of boxes that critics really like, right? Like high fidelity graphics, exceptional narrative, great voice acting, great current ca- gen experience. Current gen know? experience, you know, some of the most visually spectacular boss fights I've ever seen. Um, so I think I think that that one will will definitely get at least a nomination. Does I don't think it has it does not have a chance of winning, um, <laughs> but you know I, I think I think uh, I think the the writers will give Final Fantasy the the respect it, it deserves for this year. Okay, all right, and then so the the other best reviewed game of in the eighties. You know, at an eighty-nine is Alan Wake too. Is that is that what your other one is? That's what I'm going with. Yeah, I mean, just, oh, boondoggle here. That's yeah, a boondoggle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I um, you know, I haven't played it, but based on everything that everybody's talking about, you know, it, it's it's every bit as good as Resident Evil Four and Dead Space, and I think if if you're giving your vote to one of those, which is what I think would fill up that sixth spot, it's going to be one of those horror games. I think you give it to Alan Wake because it's a new original idea. And it's top of mind. It's present, right? Like, it's here now. People are talking about it. People are thinking about it. So I think it gets it there. Again, current current gen experience. Um, and, you know, again, the reviews I've seen, it's, it's I'm kind of noticing this weird trend where there's, like, almost seems to be a difference in opinion. Like, or just a, 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 a wider gap between the lowest and highest reviews. Like, this was another one of those games where it's, like, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 6. What? 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 7. What? So I think it's it's while it's at an eighty nine, I would almost even argue it's it's higher. It should be a little bit higher than right, that. Right. Um, right. So yeah, I'm you know, I'm I uh don't have any of you know, I've never played it, don't have anything else to really say, but <laughs> my, my balls are telling me uh telling me Alan Way too. Yeah, yeah. Same same here, same here. Again, yeah, as you mentioned, all the all the critics are just all over it, you know, majority of them are. So, and it is going to be fresh in people's mind. You know, they're probably submitting for this, if not, you know, soon. this week, next week. That's what I'm saying, yeah. You know, because I will get those announcements really soon. And I mean, they probably want everybody to wait to get through the man who erased his name. And I don't, I have no idea what the cutoff is. I would imagine Modern Warfare. I remember the, when the year that Super Smash Brothers Ultimate came out, which it came out like December 7th. Mm-hmm. It was like right at the Game Awards. Like it missed it by like two weeks or something. Like okay. So I think the cutoff is like mid Thanksgiving pretty yeah, much. Yeah, something, something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah we, dude. Oh, my God. Any any other year, any of these six games wins Game <laughs> of the Year. You know, against, you know, again, I've said it on the show before. It takes two great game. Not beating any of those. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a chance. Yeah, I I can't. Th- this game awards will be something else entirely. Not even just if if we extrapolate, not even from game of the year, but like the best performance, to all the other categories. It's gonna it's just gonna be wild. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, some of these games that are even nominated for game of the year might not walk away with anything because another one of these games will just sneak in and steal. You know, Alan Wake could steal best story, or you know, another game will steal this or that, or it's just. I hope uh, I hope Yuri Lowenthal uh, outdoes Christopher Judge's uh, acceptance <laughs> speech. <laughs> but even even will he even get nominated? Is like he'll get nominated. Yuri, you think? Yeah, yeah. over I, over Miles or yeah. over every Baldur's Gate companion. I, I can't speak to that, or, but or, I, as somebody who just beat <laughs> Spider Man, Yuri was by far the best. The best in that. I think Harry, the guy who did Harry, was did a pretty good job, um, but. 
no, you, you know, the vocal changes needed for like, you know, venomized Peter and, and whatever. And like yeah. he's, he's, his emotions were all over the place. I think he definitely gets, I, I would, I would not, you know, I don't know if I'd say he's the front runner cause I don't have the Baldur's Gate knowledge that you do, but yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm excited again, December 7th, we'll have the, the full list of nominees and then and just, maybe there's more than six games, right? Maybe, that's maybe true. Jeff's yeah. just like, dude, I can't, <laughs> you know, or he's like, all right, Todd, I'll take that money, but there's going to be, you're going to be seven. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It's very, yeah. It's very possible for any of these categories to really balloon up because this year has been I will say there's one game and I'm not saying it's likely there's one game that you didn't say that has a chance okay. and that's Armored Core 6 I did say it you said it I know you said it <laughs> <laughs> okay so I think I think that that was my last game I said okay well there we go all right. Anyway, you, yeah. th- you think that has, even has a remote chance? I have it. I think it has a remote. Dude, don't underestimate from software fans. Like, do not <laughs> underestimate them. Yeah. Well, um, this is not I, a I don't. I don't. Software. Again, I don't think so. But I, you know, if we're talking about Hogwarts Legacy, I'm talking about Armored Core Six. Okay. You know, so. Okay. All right. So let's move on to our final topic of the week, and of course, that is our character battle royale. <sighs> <laughs> Going over some results? I, uh, yeah. Sweet. Um, Sweet. Things didn't go well for me. Uh, Mario got trounced. Uh, I didn't think uh, that Whoa. was going to happen from Shovel Knight just trouncing him entirely. But Beat him to death with his shovel, man. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm burying you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Monokuma barely edging out Banjo and Kazooie, which is also shocking. I, I feel like I let down Nintendo fans, <laughs> as I and then I have to represent them again. But uh, well, just take solace in the fact that you know Monokuma wins that. Like you know, <laughs> and you like Monokuma, so you know, just take solace. In yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But uh, the better man moved on. But I, yeah, I did not see the Mario trouncing coming. But nope. there you go. So you have uh, moving on. All right. Yeah. Well, this week, uh, this week is uh, very special. You know, as longtime listeners of the show will know, to be. And it's really funny because, like, I don't really even like 2B that much. I like Near Automata all that much, but, like, I love 2B, right? I didn't, I didn't say that. I love 2B. Um, 2B is, like, you know, it's my, she's my girl. And so her going in the first round against Cloud Strife, of all people, is uh, it's a little intimidating. And I think it's a great matchup, you know, because they are very, very similar people. But we'll see. We'll see who comes out on top because I'm going to be sad if 2B goes out first round. But uh, I got her, and then we got... Um, uh, we got Hollow Knight versus Fox McCloud from Star Fox. All right, which one do you want to do first? Two mm. 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 <laughs> B and Cloud. Okay. Yeah, you got, you're going first. All right. <laughs> he sounds so. He doesn't understand. Like again, Two B from Nier Automata. Just look up the character. You keep saying that safe know, search. She's, she's got she's got a lot of a lot of popularity. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of popularity. But so does Cloud. <laughs> true, true, true. So yeah, is this is going to be a very even match, and it, yeah. it depends like whose fans notice the poll first. <laughs> and I will say, two B fans are probably more internet trolly. <laughs> so you know. But then again, you know, Final Fantasy is like really hot right now yeah, with run. Few months away from rebirth, I think it was a hundred. Someone said a hundred and twenty days or something like that. Really? So, yeah. So it's uh, 
that's the he's 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 hot too. So you know, Tubi has had a lot of uh, collaborations with other um, games, but it's been quite a minute since Near Automata. So yeah. Well, all right. Well, now let's do this. All right. So let me get my timer. Okay. Okay. Face ID. All right. To be my girl, to be otherwise known as Yorha Unit Two B. Uh, she is, I mean, I'm just gonna. I might just stay here and be quiet. But she's an amazing <laughs> fighter. She is a. She is an android. She is not human. Um, she has basically uh, is the top tier fighter of the Yorha Unit, which is a uh, robot android uh, organization that's kind of come down to earth to save humanity because the robots have one run wild 2b has one of the most overpowered moves i've ever seen in any video games her dodge is ridiculous if you just dodge at any moment around her getting hit she's going to just phase through it it doesn't matter cloud could be swiping left right and center hitting her with everything he's got she can just dodge right through it she is a robot. Her reaction time, half a billionth of a second, Nick. Cloud is a human. He's a superhuman. Sure, he's a soldier. He's got a, he's got a, a reaction time of about you know, 15 uh, milliseconds. Um, Cloud's got big swords. Only weakness is logic viruses. You can't logic virus her. Uh, heads up display with the minimap. Okay. Oh, you can tell he has so much to say about her. So much to say. <laughs> uh, I can't say it now because that's cheating. All right. All right, hang on, hang on. I, I really should have done the timer, not the stopwatch. That was stupid. Got to get my music. The timer hasn't started. It doesn't matter. I gotta, <laughs> this counts. It's turn-based, you know? It's not until I swing. <laughs> All right. Cloud Strife, former high-ranking member of Soldier, current member of the mercenary group Avalanche. He carries one of the most iconic weapons in all of video games, the Buster Sword. Not only does he have the Buster Sword, he has access to Materia. Slow, haste, fire, healing, silence, transform, barrier, comet, so much more, including summons Materia, Knights of the Round, Ramu, Hades, Phoenix. He's got all of this, and 2B is going to be overwhelmed by everything he can do. You know, he can slow her down, take her down, and of course... You know, I'm surprised John didn't go there, but hes he, I was sure he was going to talk about her looks and how she would be attracted to Cloud. But Cloud has had Jesse hitting on him, Tifa hitting on him, uh, Aerith hitting on him, and he's so aloof and dumb that he gets <laughs> over his head. He is not that fast to think about it. So that will be not a factor in this battle. Cloud will come out on top. There you go. I had so many things I didn't say. I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> I got distracted by her, my love for her. All right. Yeah, she got that power of seduction. All right. Didn't work for Laura Croft, though. So. It did not work for Laura Croft. Um, do you like going first or second more? I like going second more, I think. All right. Hollow Knight versus Fox McCloud. All right, so Hollow Knight versus Fox McCloud. I think it's important with this one to kind of look at Star Fox or Fox here first, right? There is no, there is no area version of him that fights hand-to-hand -hand combat except for Super Smash Brothers. That is the only way that we can look at him as a fighter. So he can do backflips, <laughs> he can kick, he's got a pew-pew laser that doesn't even move the enemy, uh, and he can deflect. So big, big fucking whoop. You got Hollow Knight. This is a guy, first off, he's a little bug, so good luck fucking finding him. He's got soul absorption. Every single time he hits his enemies, he absorbs 
powers that he can either use to attack that person right back with some crazy super move or just use it to heal himself up so that he can, you know, basically not be, you know, immortal, but good luck again hitting this little small guy uh, who's able to heal himself. He can teleport. Um, he is... Uh, has his uh, different versions of charms, 45 different charms that he can equip to himself. So if he needs to increase his uh, his range, if he needs to have extra uh, extra superpowers, if he needs to uh, adhere to his... Damn it, I ran out of time again. Right, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Star Fox ain't shit. It's just part... It's for your rule. No, I like... No, I, you need a minute. You need a, you need a timer on this, otherwise it gets crazy. I'll just... I won't stop talking. What, do you do you? And this is just a just a thought. Mm-hmm. I, I want to continue the format. Mm-hmm. But do you think it would have it it would have been better for characters we both knew? Yeah. To like go ahead to have a back and forth. Yeah. But if, for characters we don't know, this does work better. That there's like a, a kind of a limit, so you can't just like. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. And like you know, maybe in in hindsight for future things, we could do a thing where we almost have our own lists where I have a John list and a Nick list or something, <laughs> you know, in, in the vein of this. And then right. that way, yeah, because, well, like, I'm, fuck, man, Banjo-Kazooie, I don't know. Right, good, exactly, good exactly. Luck. So, may, yeah, maybe even, have, this one's like, maybe even like next week after we, whatever our results are for 2B versus Cloud Strive, two characters that we know very well, mm-hmm. that maybe we can just talk it out, you yeah. know, and just, you know. I mean, that could be, we could, we could also give each other, like, two... I don't know, redo, veto cards, redo <laughs> cards, where it's like if, if you know, if we, we come in and you're like, yeah, dude, Shovel Knight beat Mario, I can go, bam, and then, you know, or you could, and then, <laughs> yeah. you know, re-challenge, you know, the new challenger appears. I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Maybe maybe in the next round we may wow, change my, things. my hand. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, Star Fox. All right. My timer. Fox McCloud, actually. So Fox McCloud, another character with Smash Brothers experience. I don't need to go into all that, but if you're not familiar with Fox McCloud, he's a graduate of the Cornerian Defense Army Academy and son of legendary pilot James McCloud. He does have access to blasters, jetpacks, and reflector shields. I don't know why you can just minimize those things. Those are pretty sweet. And you can't take out his primary way of fighting, and that is the Arwing and the Landmaster, a giant plane and a giant tank. That he pilots as part of his character identity, mm. just like any other character. <laughs> so he has access to both those amazing pieces of technology. So, you know, he can just overwhelm Hollow Knight with those. Mm. And then, as you mentioned, finally, Hollow Knight is an insect. Yeah. Star Fox is a humanoid fox. He just steps on him. Over. <laughs> That's it. That's all That's I it? got. Okay. <laughs> Man, it's so hard not responding. <laughs> You're going to crush his exoskeleton. It's fine. Whatever, whatever. Per last week, Nicholas. What? This is a fight in an in a, in a arena. How are you bringing in a plane into an arena? <laughs> right, uh, he brings it into a smash arena, yeah, but yeah, you tell yeah. me. That's fine, that's fine. All right. Well, now, for again, for my favorite part, we get to find the next week's matchups. Okay. Um, all right. For some oh reason, I still have Banjo and Kazooie in here. Let me get rid of you and 2B. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, boy. Uh, am I going first? Yeah, you, you, you always get to choose. Uh, I'll go second this time. Okay. Maybe this will... Why do I still have so many of the old people? Sam Porter Bridges, go away. I must have had an old list. Okay. All right, Nick. This is for me. All right. Papa. I was like, who the fuck is that? Uh, Donatello from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> okay. 
versus a stretch for a video game character, but sure. it was, it was <laughs> versus Batman. <laughs> <laughs> they've they've been in comics together. They have, yeah, and they're they, all, we we're getting we're having I feel like a good run of like similar fighters. Right? Yeah, two B, uh, uh, Cloud, Dante, Bayonetta. This is even Monokuma and Banjo Kazooie is two little bears, you know. <laughs> All right, so we got that one, and then for the second matchup for me, Richter Belmont. Oh, there you go. There's a video game character. Oh, he's from the animated. And for Nicholas, Cuphead. <laughs> Cuphead Sorry. versus Richter Belmont. Sorry. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Well, there you go. So, you know, again, we'll have... I should open my mouth. And then the most opposite fucking characters you could have. (laughs) But that's okay. That's what's fun. So, again, uh, after the episode airs, we'll post this to Twitter. Um, We'll have less time to vote this time on our this week's battles, but... As long as as I don't, you know, get unconscious again. Yeah. Yeah. Try not to get unconscious again. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, that's it. That's our four things, John. What do you got? What do you got to tease? You're you, you're gonna go platinum Spider-Man two? Yeah, I'm definitely platinuming Spider-Man two tonight. Um, I have been sinking my teeth into Dave the Diver uh, yes. on Switch, which is fantastic. So I'll have some thoughts about that. Um, but no, it's uh, God, it feels so good to just get a game like right. just just get <laughs> it out of the here. way. And it's like there's part of me playing through Spider-Man that I was just like this feels in a way bad because like it's one of the games that I know I'm gonna love this year, and it's just poof gone. Like it's just, yeah. boot, 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 I did yep. it. So, um, but I think I'll, I, I think I'm going back to cyberpunk, uh, because that's, you know, I'm, I'm actively in that one and, uh, you know, hope that, hope that that carries me into a time of the year where maybe I can get one more full game in before end of the year type of things. So whether that's Alan Wake two, whether that's, I finally decide to beat tears of the kingdom. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, you got to go back to cyberpunk. Game of the year for us is approaching. You know, this is your cleanup. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Game of the year is going to be weird this year for me. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, for me, just more Alan Wake 2, Gotham Knights, Baldur's Gate 3, those kind of the three that I plan on trying to get done before the end of the year, and maybe something else will sneak in there, maybe a Dave the Diver or uh, another title will will slip in there. But those are my focuses right now. If it comes to PlayStation. Uh, but also on top of that, BlizzCon is this weekend, John. Oh, yeah. Do you do you do you, do you expect anything interesting outside of your typical expansions to Hearthstone, World of Warcraft, and Diablo Four? Diablo also- Immortals Two, the <laughs> 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 sequel to the phone game. No, I um, uh, Overwatch s- Two. I mean, I feel like that's been. Really silent, like right. Well, yeah, but it could be just. It's gonna be more of the same. I, I know. I, I mean, I, yeah, more, I more care a care another character, another more of their PVE content. No, I mean, you know, it's it's a it's an event when Blizzard releases a game, and they released a game this year. Right. So like, I don't, you know, yeah, you'll you'll have an it's expansion, like, but they're not gonna say they're not gonna say no hope of a StarCraft. Maybe. Um. I mean, StarCraft Two was what tw- like twenty twelve. Yeah. So it's, I imagine, de- it's definitely time. I imagine we're going to hear a lot of collaborations as far as like skin crossovers between Xbox and 2010. Jesus Christ. Xbox and Blizzard titles now that Xbox mm-hmm. owns Blizzard that that you'll probably see a lot of, you know, Master Chief and um, um, Overwatch and vice versa. Just the kind of cross 
pollination of skins and content and is there any property this is this is probably a better question to think about but is there any property you can think of that microsoft has that would be like awesome if they threw at blizzard and be like here figure it out not off the top yeah no that might be there's gotta be something they're touching so many of them already like you know again they're Perfect Dark was kind of the in fable. Also, what are Microsoft properties? <laughs> like so not not to throw not being Halo shady, Gears. It's Halo and Gears. Like that's yeah. the properties. So right. um so I yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's if they if they're gonna be as ballsy to say like StarCraft ha- three is coming, but Halo Wars. They do a Halo War. Blizzard presents Halo Wars. <laughs> I don't Ugh. know. They yeah, they might as well just go with StarCraft three at that point. Yeah. Um yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think there'll be anything newsworthy. But if there is, we will certainly talk about it next sure. week, and then, yeah, it'll be kind of just again in the game awards, and then our game of the year. That's kind of the pace we're at. So it'll be a lot of, a lot of topics. You know, if you got, if you got a question, perfect timing. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. write mm-hmm. in, and we'll happily answer it. If you have any interest about anything, we'll talk about it. it doesn't have to be about <laughs> just, games. Just talk to us. <laughs> Yes, we will. As as Jesse can attest to, Mark, I still hope you're out there. I haven't heard from you in a bit, bud. And if you're still listening, you know, write in, say what up. I'm still listening. Um, but yeah, I mean, we uh, we shout out the people that you know talk to us. And so if you're one of those people that thinks that, you know, uh, if somebody just said my names over the AM radio or you know something, <laughs> and that gets you hot and bothered, we're your guys. Yeah. All right, so let's go to the song again. It is from Alan Wake 2. It is one of the interlude songs between chapters. It is Follow You Into the Dark by Raquel. Ah, Raquel. Yes. All right, so that's it. We'll be back next week with up to six things. Bye, guys. Happy Dia de los Muertos.
Кроме 